Oh, you know what time it is, and happy Thanksgiving to you and yours. I am Ben, with none other than Andy. Hello, and thank you for listening. Once again, you can find us on Facebook at facebook.com slash too young to be this old. We have a lovely Twitter at TYTBTO. We also have our website where you can find all these links, podcast.tooyoungtobethisold.com. And as always, if you can rate, review, or just share the podcast with your friends, we would be forever grateful. So, welcome everybody to a special Thanksgiving edition of Too Young to Be This Old. Indeedy. So, with the time of year, we know you're all traveling out and about to see different family members, so we figured we'd drop this episode a little early for you guys, so that you'd have something to listen to on either your car ride there or your car ride home to get you in the Thanksgiving spirit. You know, turkey, football, yeah, family, politics, oh, all yeah. those great things that come up at Thanksgiving oh, the, time. The politics one, yeah. We oh, yeah. forward to that. Oh, let me tell you, let me tell you, it's <laughs> the best part about Thanksgiving. Um, <laughs> So I'll I'll go ahead and start this one off. I know for me, sure. like Thanksgiving always has been mom waking up early Thanksgiving morning, cooking her ass off so that we could eat at like noon and then everyone goes into a motherfucking coma. Okay. Yeah. This is, I'm going to touch on this later, but that's something I had not experienced until I was a grown, grown man. Oh, okay. Because I've had different Thanksgivings. But so is is your most exciting part the food? Is there a dish that you specifically look forward to? Is it just the amount of turkey you're gonna eat and then collapse? Is the football like bean casserole? I had a feeling that was it. Oh copious amount of green bean casserole, (laughs) cranberry sauce. On honestly. Thanksgiving Day is amazing. All the food that gets made. The and there is nothing part, wrong with that canned cranberry sauce. There's nothing wrong with it. It is delicious. The next day, when you're taking that leftover turkey. Oh, oh God. You take that leftover turkey with some cranberry sauce and you put it on mm. a sandwich. Mm. Make yourself a turkey sandwich with some cranberry sauce. Mm. Nothing beats that. Nothing beats that. Pumpkin I like to go pie. with the mm. turkey, turkey sandwich with some nice mayo on there. Mm. Just. Now, what kind of mayo are we putting on there? Uh, Duke's. Oh, you are a man after my own heart. <laughs> I've lived the here long one, enough. The one and only mayonnaise. <laughs> the one and only. Uh, and you know, to me, it's funny because like Thanksgiving is one of those holidays that even as I've gotten older, the only thing that's changed is like the day after Thanksgiving. It was sure. always growing up. It was you wake up early. And since I came from split household, like mm-hmm. I would wake up early and either have an early lunch with my dad's side of the family and then dinner with mom and them, or like vice versa. Okay. When, when I was growing up, there was always that. And then, you know, as you get older and you start dating, suddenly it mm-hmm. becomes one Thanksgiving you're spending at their house and one Thanksgiving you're spending at the other family's house. That's true. Um, which to me just meant more food mm-hmm. all around oh yeah but you but you also learn that thanksgiving dishes are very <laughs> specific to families that yeah it's very true because there's some things that i've been at other people's thanksgiving that i'm like you actually enjoy this <laughs> <laughs> oh god that 
All right. I, uh, so like I said, my Thanksgiving uh, growing up is a little different. So, um, is it because your culture is different? It is because, uh, no Cuban family is cooking that early in the morning to eat anything by noon. Um, historically, I am very used to, I was very used to until I realized there was another way of life. Um, Waking up Thanksgiving like it was just whatever other day, and either, you know, eventually my mom would start kind of working on the feast, but more often than not, we either ended up at my grandfather's house or at my uncle's house. But we usually didn't even end up there till six o'clock in the afternoon. So it was legit Thanksgiving dinner. So dinner usually was not being eaten till ten o'clock at night. <laughs> Like, <laughs> yes, this was the thing. It was eight o'clock, 10 o'clock at night. That is when dinner was being eaten. Cause you get there. Nothing's ready yet. People are late. Everybody's bringing different dishes. And you know, it's, it's, it was a time that, you know, I got to see a good bit of everybody. Um, and then also growing up with not just the, the Turkey, but very often, a lot of like, if you're like super, super traditional Cuban families, they don't even do the turkey. It's like just a whole pig um, that's been like in the ground um, and just pull that up and that's Thanksgiving. But we almost always had I, turkey. I would revolt I could get if there was that. no turkey, but the, the pig always delicious, just amazing amounts of pork. And then there's just, you know, instead of like the dinner rolls, that you've probably been used to. It's it's loaves and loaves of Cuban bread and then Cuban pastries and fried plantains of every variety, fried and boiled yuca of different varieties, black beans, white rice, like just very much meshing the American Thanksgiving with just traditional Cuban dishes. Um, it, it sounds like if Americans did Thanksgiving on Cinco de Mayo, yeah, I mean, it's like, you know, there's a pumpkin pie, but there's also a flan. So it's like just very, very different in some ways. Um, and it was not until I uh, moved to Georgia, really, and started making, you know, other friends that, that didn't have similar backgrounds and realizing that they were all eating at noon and I'm sitting here like an asshole and I haven't eaten all day. Um, when I started dating... Uh, my wife, she, uh, it was a yearly joke where at about noon or one o'clock or something, she'd send me a picture of her entire Thanksgiving plate and be like, look how good this looks. Why weren't you there? There was just times that I was either, a lot of times I was in Miami. Okay. Or we just had a bunch of people in town and I was just, yeah. So not every year was I there. So it wasn't until later that I started How going dare over you there. Not be there for Mom and Kathy's cooking, right? Um, but she was. I was like, "What are you doing eating this early?" And she's like, "This is when we always eat." And I'm like, "What?" And by the time she has had two, three plates, I am still like, "I haven't eaten." <laughs> Why are you doing this to me? I just realized something. Yes. I don't think I've ever gone over to Mama Kathy's for Thanksgiving. You have not. You have not. We're going to have to fix mm. that. We, we is. Yeah. So it wasn't until I was a grown man and started going to my wife's side of the family uh, for Thanksgiving and realizing that we'd get there at like 10, 
eat at noon, sit around and watch the Mythbusters marathon or whatever marathon is on that year. I feel like it's Mythbusters like every year. Um, and then, you know, end up kind of half, I know I always end up just falling asleep on the couch watching whatever's on. Um, and then eating again and then dessert round. And then it usually ends up that I end up going to like, if my uncle's still in town or something, we'll end up going to their place for like late night. Let's grab a bit more Turkey and some desserts and hang out a bit on this side. Cause they're still right. doing their Thanksgiving at eight, nine o'clock at night. Right, right, right. So it, it's definitely changed for me over the years. And you know, I hadn't, I don't think I ever had green bean casserole until I tried it at, at mama Kathy's. Well, you tried a good one. Oh yeah. Yeah. You tried a real good one. Definitely. Uh, so definitely, uh, my Thanksgivings when I was growing up are a lot different than they are now. I know now that me and my wife are married, like, I mean, we've been dating for seven years before we got married, but it was always, we would figure out who was going to have lunch done first or whoever was going to have their meal done first. <laughs> and that's where we went first. Right. And like, it was for a reason. So like we found out her side of the family was going to be ready to eat around one. So I told mom, Hey, me and Caitlin are eating with her family at this time. So we'll come over here afterwards. So, and it's I a think, reasonable way to do it. Right. And I mean, the past two years has actually been funny because we've had Thanksgiving with my parents and then taking a meal over to her parents. Interesting. So I think this year her parents are just coming to my parents' house. Yeah. We're, just, we're all doing I think it there. I was going to say, why don't you guys just all get everybody together? So that is what well, there, been There's doing. been some situation going on there that's made all it right. kind of difficult for for travel. Um, ah. We can talk about that at a later time. I'm not going to get into it on the yeah. air here. Sure, um, sure. But I don't really feel like my Thanksgiving has altered that much right because of family yeah i mean for me it's just well with my parents me and my parents are no longer living in the same state uh they usually come into town and then we will all go to my in-laws house because it's just obviously easier rather than us going somewhere or something like that ridiculous on thanksgiving so we all have big thanksgiving at the uh, in-laws house and that's like kind of the one time a year they all get to see each other so Always a very nice time. I can I can definitely see that. I don't think we can talk about a very American holiday like Thanksgiving without talking about America's true favorite holiday. Oh, yes. You cannot <laughs> talk about Thanksgiving without mentioning... The travesty. Black Friday. <laughs> so... We talk about our tradition and alter altering... My Thanksgiving was basically the exact same until I started working retail. For quite a few years, me and friends instituted what we called the pre-Black Friday blackout. Oh, boy. Which was Wednesday night before Thanksgiving. Oh, my God. Anyone that was not out of town, we would get Mm. together and get absolutely hammered. That is a young man's game. You need way more than that much time to recover now. Well, see, you say it's a young man's game, but listen to this. (laughs) Think about what Thanksgiving is. Heavy, Mm, greasy foods, recovery food. But you get pass out drunk so that when you're up, 
doing your Thanksgiving things the next day. You don't have to be very cognizant during the eating of Thanksgiving. Oh, no, you can be asleep. You, you eat, you take that power nap, <laughs> Yes. and then you go work that Black Friday shift. Oh, boy. Because you're usually having to go in at like 8 at night to start prepping. Or, I mean, when I first started working retail, it was midnight was when everything opened. So you would I mean, eat that lunch. earlier like and one, earlier every yeah. year. Well, it, it started to go back now. Yeah, it started yeah, to turn back. But that was for a solid four years. That was the game plan. Like, yeah. five or six of us would get together, get hammered, go to our family's Thanksgiving to the next day, hung over as shit, take that power nap, <laughs> wake up, rested, ready to go. Right. And then you're just like, you just power through it and you get through Black Friday. And just, just push right through it. Yep. And I miss those, but I don't miss those. Because so for the since, past, go ahead. Sorry. For the past couple of Black Fridays, I've not worked retail. I've been out of the game for a few years, so it's been nice just going and eating Thanksgiving, watching that football, taking them leftovers, and going home and laughing at everyone that's trying to be out in Black Friday mess. So I was going to ask a question. I think I got the answer of if you go partake in the Black Friday shopping experience now that you're out of the game. No, because Cyber Monday. Big old no. Cyber, big old no. Cyber Monday, unless there's oh, an absolute like just absolute banger buster. of a deal. Yeah. yeah. Unless there's an absolute banger of a deal, I don't want to go out. I think two Black Fridays ago, mm-hmm. I may have stopped by GameStop. Mm-hmm. Um, and only because I dropped my wife off for her shift at the right. Alamo because parking right. is just such a big oh god yeah on Black Friday I think I walked in there there was nobody in there so I <laughs> walked in there and they had like a like buy two pre-owned games for twenty bucks get one free or something like that right and I might have picked up three three games or something like that to give me something to do because I was gonna be off Friday or you know I was off Thanksgiving I was gonna be off Friday I was gonna be off Saturday I was gonna be off Sunday you know just you Plenty time of to time. Kill. Yeah, time to kill some. Man, whatever. Pick up the games. That, that is fair. I will say this year, though, possibly stepping back in the ring. Yeah, so maybe uh, maybe jumping back into that. Yeah, when uh, when you get told that uh, your wife's store needs help and they're willing to pay double pay, you pick up that phone. Get that paper. Yep. But uh, we'll say that they need to get back to me real quick. Like, because <laughs> if I haven't heard by Saturday, I'm out. You're out. Yeah. I'm not running around. I'm not running around the week of Thanksgiving trying to finalize stuff. That is fair. So I, I never did it when growing up. I didn't even really know what was going on. Parents weren't big into it or anything, but one year Lon and I went, we decided we were going to go all out on black Friday. There was a few things we were excited about. One, I had just quit my job being a general manager at a restaurant, and I had a check that was just burning a hole in this pocket, um, and a need to build my own computer. And then also there was a bike that Lana wanted, there was a laptop, so we went, we hit Walmart, got there right after dinner, did the Walmart thing, like had to stand next to this bike she wanted for like two hours, and then had to then... I had to take the bike and like navigate it through a Walmart that has people just charging through it. Um, there was like some sound trampolines for like, they were like $45. So people were buying like six of them. Right. Um, so just imagine that and trying to weave through with a bike and like, right. 
Lana was with me and also my cousin with was with me, so we're trying to keep everybody like from getting trampled. Um, we then we right. shot from there directly to Best Buy, waited in the freezing cold because there was a laptop that Lana very much wanted. Um, did that whole crazy wait outside of um, good old Best Buy for hours to when they finally opened because they weren't going until midnight. We did the Best Buy thing. After that, Lana was done. So she was like, I'm out. Peace. I got what I needed. Sounds I still right. had a mission. Right. And that mission was I was going to buy all the pieces I needed to build my first computer, like my first I, I built it on my own computer. So I went to Fry's, which was not opening until 5 a.m. So it was maybe like one or two at this point. My cousin decides he's going to join with me. His friend decides to come in. We go and stand outside Fry's for like two hours or so. I end up grabbing a case for free after a rebate. Like Motherboard just basically got everything I needed at a just unbelievably low price. Um, right. So that that the most of that PC like survived up until not that long ago, as far as parts go. That was fun. Um, the after McGriddle experience is one of my favorite McDonald's stories, and it just so happens to be part of Black Friday. And I don't know if you've heard this. Uh, so we were exhausted and delirious and tired and hungry and all these things, and we were like, oh, there's a McDonald's right there. So we go into the McDonald's. So, because obviously we don't want to try to make a drive through split three people's bill. So... We go into the McDonald's, and I'm so out of it. And I'm like, oh, I've never tried a McGriddle. And the dude behind the counter gets so hype. He's like, what? You've never... You have never had a McGriddle? And I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. No, I, I have not. And he's like, oh, man. Shit, I'm so excited for you. <laughs> and I was like... <laughs> What am I getting into? Okay. So I was like, sausage, egg, and cheese, McGriddle. Let's do this. And he's like, oh, oh, man. I I really hope you enjoy it, man. I, I just really hope you do. And I was like, all right. Okay, buddy. So I'm like, all right. So I sit. we sit down, and um, I'm getting my McGriddle opened. At the moment I finished taking the first bite, which at that moment it was just unbelievably delicious. Um this cashier who was so excited shows up next to me at the table. Like, just fucking apparates next to me. And he's like, hey man, I'm getting off my shift, but I had to check before I leave. How do you like that McGriddle? And I'm like, it's it's really good. It's great. And he's like, oh my god, I am, I am just so happy that you are enjoying that McGriddle. I'm so glad that I got to be a part of your first McGriddle experience. So... That was a thing that happened, and I can't have a McGriddle without thinking about it. That's making memories, my friend. That's <laughs> memories. Um, since then, I've taken a few Black Fridays off. Um, and the last time I went out after that was like not last year, the year before. I know I went out and I grabbed a few things at Best Buy, but I kind of like we just kind of trickled in when it wasn't as busy, and I was like. Oh, there's this mechanical keyboard. I want this. Oh, here's Call of Duty for real cheap. I'll grab this. I 
don't see myself lining up for anything again like that. One, because Cyber Monday exists. A lot of the sales just happen ahead of times now where they're just online days after. So kind right. of the uh, the, novel, the novelty of it is is worn out. I mean, you'll see a lot of TVs get pushed out just for Black Friday with cheaper parts, things like that. So uh, never a good idea to just jump on any of those deals without doing your research. Correct. Which I'll be talking to you about that very soon. Oh, um, yes. You're talking about your shopping experiences. Let me uh, let me give you some stories from the trenches. <clears throat> Tell you about the war of Black Friday and what happens. Oh, boy. The first Black Friday experience I ever had was actually at the first golf course I worked at. Uh, interesting. Because the golf course was within 10 minutes of the outlet mall. Oh, boy, yeah. That's right. So all the guys... Um, that they dropped their wife off at the mall, decided to come play golf. Crazy busy. I can't even imagine. <laughs> Pretty cold. Yeah. But I'm going to tell you one thing. Bank was made. Oh, yeah. Because, I'm sure they were ready basically, to tip. Yeah, they were ready to tip. And they also had cash to spare because they probably took all of their actual money from their wives and left the credit cards with the wives. Oh so, yeah, some I of think, them have probably gotten their holiday bonus and they're yeah, just holiday like, bonuses, I am stuff throwing like that. down some cash today. I if their wife's going to spend money, they're going to spend money, basically. Right. I did a closing shift at the golf course. So I was, as people were kind of, I helped quite a few people out, but helping them get off the golf course as well. When we got done, all of us at work that day got together in the, the grill, the bar area. Uh, I wasn't old enough to drink yet. Some of them were getting drinks. But we all started talking our tip stories for the day because it was something we commonly did because, like, everybody knew that everybody had a good day. Oh, yeah, yeah. I did not realize that (laughs) I had the best day. Oh, nice. So, like, there were three cart girls that day, and I think they made, like, 60 bucks a piece for, like, two-hour shifts on the golf cart. So that was nice. They they split, I think, about 40 bucks amongst each other in mm. tips at the bar. Right. Which, again, this is, you know, there's hardly any daylight, so it's not like this was a, a long time of working. Sure, sure. I ended up walking out of there by myself with, like, $140. Oh, boy. And I, like, I told it, and they're like, wait, what? I was like, yeah, like, everybody was throwing me five on the way in. <laughs> and since you guys were getting tipped and getting them drunk, they were really loose with their money on the way out. <laughs> ah, there you go. So it's like you guys having a great day helped me have a great day. So, and I just remember like the rest of the weekend was like that was the running joke. He's like, oh, well, what has been doing to make all this money? <laughs> um, oh, that's fantastic. So, my first retail experience in Black mm-hmm. Friday was at GameStop. And I was just basic cashier bitch the whole shift I had there my first year. So I think we opened at midnight. Right. I had, and don't forget, I had only been working at GameStop since the release of Black Ops 1 at this point. Which wouldn't have been that long off. November 15th. Yeah, exactly. 
So I was running the cash register with a week of training on Black Friday. Oh boy, on Black Friday. Oh god. That sounds like did, a recipe for disaster. I did midnight to 8 a.m. Um left at and 8 a.m. Uh, this was so this was Dawsonville. Yeah, this okay, is Alamo. Gotcha. Yeah. Gotcha. So I left at 8 a.m. on Friday. Came back at 8 a.m. on Saturday. So like I had a decent chunk of time for recovery. Uh and it, the Saturday was nowhere near as bad as Friday. But being there at midnight, if you've ever been in a GameStop, you know how tiny they are. And that line wrapped all the way around our store to purchase thing was all the way around our store. And you still had a line outside for people waiting to get in the store. Oh, shop. I've seen it. I have seen so it. So you can't even shop because the line nope. is going around the outside of the store, which is blocking <laughs> all of the merchandise. So there's no way you can shop the store. It's just absolutely horrible. Um, I have a Black Friday experience from being in line at GameStop that I was at your GameStop. I don't I think you were working. Which one? Um, the, uh, the, the coming one. Okay. So one of the times you were mentioning the, the line wrapping around the store. So I remember just standing there in line. Um, and, uh, one camo wearing gentleman said to another, Hey, look at this game. Katamari. This game's easy as hell. You just roll shit into a ball. Right. And I was like, that's 110% accurate. So while you can't shop, you can still be entertained in the GameStop line. <laughs> yeah. Nah, dude. I think the next year, the next year was better because I was basically like senior senior game advisor. So I had some keys and had some authority. I was basically traffic control, which created, I, 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 <laughs> it created an interesting moment. <laughs> And it stands out to me the most. We had a really good deal on the Nintendo DS XLs because this was before the 3DS XLs or before the 3DS came out. Or no, it might have been when the original 3DS came out. Yeah, we'll go with that. Original 3DS. All right. A family was looking at one and I had an associate run back to get it so they could look at it. And then uh, I'm watching because now we have a product that's like $200 on the sales floor that you know we don't have monitors for that stuff. I'm making sure, because that's the one thing I have been preaching into all this help is, if you have product, it's easy to sell it once you get it into somebody's hands, but if you put product in a customer's hands, you can't leave that customer. You are oh, yeah. locked in. Yep. So I'm watching, and he's got it. And then the customer goes, oh, that's really cool, but uh, I just don't think the price is worth it. Okay. So hands it back to my employee. My employee huffs shrugs his shoulders and just like heel turns to take it back upset now this this body language is completely oh, unacceptable if you're in sales yeah like that was not good so i immediately have to come in and, and he goes is there a problem talking about the, the customer and be like no there's no problem i'll handle it you know he's just you know it's holiday help they're just this isn't what they normally do so they're definitely still trying to learn the ropes i completely apologize i'm so sorry about that um, I'll go handle it, and the customer seemed okay with my explanation because I walked in the back and caught him before he came back out. And I was like, right. "Bro, I don't care what the customer says to you. Do not do that again." 
Yeah. I'm not trying to be mean, but like if he doesn't want to be all right, well, you know, thanks for looking at it. I'll go take right. this back. If you need anything else, you can ask one of the other associates or I'll be back in a second. And then I was like, then come back here and do whatever you did on that floor. You can huff, sigh, whatever you want to do, but do it back here. Don't do it out on the floor. It's a horrible look. Yeah. And that customer did not approve of that. Yeah. No, I'm sure. I, I, I try to be extra, extra patient, especially if I'm out on Black Friday, because I know everybody is just, just so burnt out at that point. But yeah, I can I can see how that would have uh, not made that person happy. Yeah, it was just it was not not good. No. Um, the most memorable Black Friday I had was the first year I was working at the Exit 14 GameStop. So here's how that day broke down for me. I was also working part time at Puma. I worked from 5 p.m. Thanksgiving. Until 1 a.m. at Puma. Left Puma right. at 1 a.m. Oh no. Drove to the coming GameStop. Oh. To take over there at to to be with it was uh Joey and Ashley were there. Mm-hmm. And they were dead. And I'm like, <laughs> granted, we didn't open till midnight. I don't know right. why they were so tired at one. <laughs> so I come in there at one and work. So I've been up since five Thanksgiving. Right. Work eight hours at GameStop. So from one to that would have put me at nine. Yeah. One to nine at GameStop. Jeez. Leave and get a phone call when I'm leaving GameStop oh, no. from Puma. Oh, I was no. supposed to work two shifts. I was supposed to be going back on Saturday. Um, and my bo- the, the boss working there goes, do you want to just knock out both your shifts today? Because I could really use some help. And I was like, oh. fuck it, let's go. Oh, so I go man. back into Puma at like 10 a.m. And uh, get back into Puma at 10 a.m. and work. I think I only did six hours at Puma. Right. And then uh, she's like, "Okay, we're good. We're through the rush. You can go home now, and you don't have to worry about yeah. you don't have to worry about coming in on Saturday." And I was like, "Okay, cool." I go home and die. Just, de- just dead. Die, because I'm like, oh I have now God. been up. I have now been up for 24 straight hours, and the only time I wasn't working was two, no, three 30 minute lunches, and then the 20 minute travel time from Puma to GameStop and from GameStop back to Puma. Oh my God. So I oh god yeah I uh I respect you being able to deal with that I have never dealt with uh working retail on Black Friday and uh, I respect anybody who has gone through that hell because that that just sounds absolutely horrible I have I have dealt with a ton of servers crashing on Black Friday because nobody listened to me warning that I bet our servers are gonna crash Black Friday because we're not prepared for this. <laughs> that and guess what like happened? <laughs> I I sat there and I was like, I'm not going to bed because at 1 a.m. I'm gonna get an alert. 1:15. Boop 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 boop. Here we go. <laughs> so I, I've I've seen that side of it, and it's like uh, not fun, not fun for anybody involved. People at the stores are mad. People on the phone are mad because they all just got woken up Black Friday or disrupted from shopping, and just to. Uh, 
I uh, I think oh, this guarantee year, at the yeah. outlet mall. Guarantee at the oh, outlet yeah. mall, the internet will crash and they will not be able to accept card. Oh my at god! At some and that point, will it just happens cause every year. A disaster. <clears throat> Do you want to know a great way to get everybody involved pissed off at you if you work on Black Friday? Sure. Call out. Oh god, <laughs> you will die. Allow me to tell a story. Oh yes. It is not a great story. It is kind of sad. But it led to one of the moments where I realized I could no longer work at GameStop. <laughs> All right. A few Thanksgivings ago, uh, my grandmother was getting out of the hospital, and we knew she was going to have to go into hospice care. Which meant that Thanksgiving Day, I found out that I was going to have to move out. It oh, had kind of been something that we thought was going to happen. Right. It I became official. This. It might have become official Wednesday night before Thanksgiving. So I had to move out Thanksgiving. Yeah. And uh, I'll never forget, I talked to my, the only person I could get a hold of on Thanksgiving was my assistant manager at GameStop at the time. Because I had already kind of left and kind of come back. And he's the only one I could get in touch with. And he was going to be the first one working. I said, bro, let me explain to you what's happened. Mm -hmm. Told him, laid it out, and he goes, it's okay, we'll get it handled. And I was like, sweet. In my head, that was it. Right. conversation was done. You know what I mean? I can focus ahead. Puma was already aware of it because I was working there just like I, I would be this year. They were already aware of it. So they were like, cool, we'll take care of it. Moving on. You know what I mean? No issue. It's like, sweet, thank you guys very much. So then, thankfully, I had a buddy who had a place I could stay, so I moved all my stuff over to his house Thanksgiving Day. Um... I get a call as I'm getting done moving things in Black Friday, basically, from the store manager at GameStop asking me what the hell happened, like coming at me. And I was like, listen. And I explained the situation to him. He goes, why don't you call and tell me? I said, I called you. I left a message, but I talked to Josh. And once I talked to Josh, I was done with the situation. That's the chain of that's a chain of command. I tried to talk to you. Couldn't get nobody. Talked to right. Josh. Moved on. He right. goes, well, what you did is no call, no show. Um, I could fire you. Is that what you want? And I vividly <laughs> remember oh, when God. that was threatened to me. I said, today, with everything I have going on, I don't care. If that's the way you feel, <laughs> do what you feel like you need to do. But I don't care Here at this point in time. resignation. Yeah. And he goes, well, listen, here's what we're going to do. Go ahead and take the weekend off to get things settled. We'll talk about it all on Monday. We'll get together and, you know, get this hashed out on Monday. I was like, cool, that sounds great. So suddenly Ben has a lot of free time on a weekend, which was great because the first time this was, I mean, this is technically the second time I've been moving out. But when you're moving out and you have no clue, like, what you're going to need because it's oh, such a God. rush move, yeah. that whole weekend was needed for moving. It was yeah. good. But I just remember the way that phrasing was, was just like, Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, no, I'm done. No, yeah, that's it. This is this is the last hurrah. Well, that is that is a lot. So, if you guys have any Thanksgiving or Black Friday tales that you want to share, feel free to comment or tweet at us and let us know any Black Friday nonsense you've dealt with. Uh, I'm sure that everybody has quite a bit of stories if they spend any time in retail or food service or anything like that. It's like being a veteran 
of a very, <laughs> very civil war. Oh God. Because <laughs> people are surprisingly like people are surprisingly nice for the most part because they know what you're going through. Yeah. But for every one real nice person, you know there's oh, a there's super somebody. asshole lurking somewhere and you're just yeah. waiting for that. But yeah, yeah, definitely guys. Thanks for listening to us. Enjoy your holidays. Eat as much turkey as your heart can can consume. Uh get that trip to fan, take that nap, watch that football, get those great deals. Sincerely from myself and I assume from you sincerely as well, Andy. Yes. Happy Thanksgiving. Can't wait to talk to you guys about Christmas next. And we'll see you guys next week. Same podcast time, same podcast channel. Actually, not same because this is going to release early. So, see you guys Sunday. Deuces. Bye.